Hey there, and welcome to Upstreamers, a podcast where I challenge moms to respond instead of react. Yes, it's hard, and I'm right there with you. And I hope that through this episode today that you will discover something really sweet. How to talk to yourself um, with the truth, not continue to lie to yourself. Now, maybe you think you don't lie to yourself, but you do. So just keep listening and hopefully this will be a huge encouragement. You know, I get stuck in how I talk. Do you ever do that? You know, changing how you talk isn't easy. And I think self-talk for many moms, repeating ourselves, yelling or shaming has just become a habit. And it's just kind of hard to imagine a different climate in our home. Yelling has become normal. I mean, don't all moms yell? We think that's just par for the course. It's just what motherhood comes with. But we don't have to be yellers. And I'm not talking about, you know, doing better, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, becoming just like this striver, this perfect mom on the outside. And then, you know, you freak out whenever you're all by yourself with your kids. No, I'm just saying it's time to let go of the knee-jerk life, the one that thinks there's no way that this can be different. I'm just going to keep reacting and reacting and reacting instead of responding. You know, if you think about it like getting into the water, you know, when you first start to let go of the knee-jerk life, it's like you're ankle deep. Then you get in a little bit more, you're up to your thighs, and you think, this is hard. The resistance is starting to feel more pronounced, you know? If it's a part of our everyday, it's hard to weed out. It's hard to change the things that have become habits because number one, we hardly even recognize them until someone points them out like, hey, you yell at your kids a lot (laughs) or you watch someone and you realize, oh, they don't yell at their kids for the same things I do. They're calmer wow, maybe they're just a better mom than me. And then we could do that comparison game. Oh yeah, that's healthy. No, we need to stop that. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to shed light on those spaces and say, God, help me. I see that it's possible not to yell. God, show me. Show me how to stop reacting and start responding. You know, with gentleness and loving attitudes toward our children and our husbands, our everyday can change. I'm not talking about perfection, But what's normal for you? Are you a yeller? Do you think that just comes with motherhood? That's how I felt, but it's just not true. You don't have to be a yeller. And self-talk is actually important. So let's talk about that. If we're being honest, we talk to ourselves, even if it's only inside our own minds. And I just wonder, what do you say to yourself when you have time to think? Yeah, I know it's not that often, but when you slow down and there's a silence, you know, where does your mind go when it's in neutral? I enjoy the chance to like think of new ideas and 
creative things I could do with my time, you know, things I don't have that much time for, but I enjoy the brainstorming. But occasionally, especially if I've been having a really rough day, these nasty words will creep in and my inner self is just speaking death instead of life. You know, the self-critical talk, the comparison talk, and it's reminding me, remember when you blank, reminding me of past mistakes. They tell me lies. They bring up all my insecurities. I say they, meaning my thoughts. You know, I just have all these ugly thoughts that, that plague me whenever I have silence. And I might even tell myself, you're not a fun mom. Or, you know, your husband, he probably could have done better. Or I might say, you know, your kids are never going to feel like you've given them enough you're never going to be enough for them. Or, you know, maybe they should have had a different mom. That's true. I'm probably never going to be enough for my kids because goodness, I want to leave room for Jesus. Not like that's going to be hard, but yeah, I'm not going to be enough for them. I mean, why try to be enough? You just submit to the Holy Spirit and trust him, right? But the thought of you're not going to be enough for your kids is kind of not that. It's more like, so just, you know, stop giving them good things because who cares? They're not appreciative anyway. It's that yucky voice. That's the one that's in my head. What's the one in your head? What do you say to yourself? I used to feel like that inner voice, that yucky voice was uncontrollable. But you know what? It is possible to train our inner voice. Thank goodness. We can train our inner voices because how we speak is actually a habit and habits are changeable. Thank goodness. One of the keys to changing our habit of negative self-talk is to just speak the truth out loud. Not just think about it, but say it out loud. Even if you don't believe it yet, okay, that's a key. Even if you don't believe it, say it out loud. When our inner critic is telling us those lies, that's exactly when we need to be proactive, you know, to make the truth louder than our inward and false thoughts. And I learned to do this in kind of an unlikely place. Um, my bathroom. I can actually still remember the feeling of my bathroom rug. I basically remember how it felt on my face, not my feet. That day had been pretty overwhelming and I was just at empty. You know, that time when you're like, I've done the best I can do. And, you know, maybe it's time for God to uh, work through my life because I have been doing it all by myself. I poured out everything I had to give. And at one point I just, you know, exploded. I was yelling and shaming my kids. It was just really hard because I wanted my kids to fill that space in my heart that really was just reserved for God. And, um, you know, they could just never do it. And so my outburst came and I felt so guilty, so terrible. I just ran to my bathroom and I knelt down on the floor before God, like, oh my gosh, I'm a crazy person. These kids have a crazy person for a mom. Great. I was crying out to him on our gray rug and I asked him, why did you give me all these kids? I had four kids at the time. Now I have six. And 
my tears were just streaming down, soaking into that bathroom rug. And I just felt like a failure. You know, and the truth is I had failed. I felt like a terrible mom. And I just couldn't believe that God had meant for this to happen. You know, did God really mean for me to become a mom? Like maybe he does make accidents. Maybe he makes mistakes. You know, I'd read that children are a reward and an inheritance from the Lord in Psalm 127. And I'm like, uh, that just doesn't feel true to me right now. What am I missing? You know, why do some moms just love being a mom? And what's my problem? I needed the Holy Spirit to lead me to that truth that my children really were a blessing, you know, but my emotions were just out of control and I was believing my feelings, not the facts. I also, I remember remembering in that time that God said his mercies are new every day in Lamentations 2 and that his ear is inclined to me. That's in Psalm 116 verse 2. And right then, because I had those scriptures in my mind, somehow, I guess, the Holy Spirit accessed those scriptures, brought them to mind, and I spoke these words aloud. Speaking the truth out loud, like I said earlier, God, your mercies are new every day, and you are here listening to me. My children are a gift. Thank you for each one of them. Show me how to speak to them. Since they're gifts from you, you show me how to speak to them. And so I took some deep breaths. I honestly felt strength well up from within me. And I knew right then, no matter how I was feeling, God was with me. He could help me to be the mom he created me to be. He knew I was meant to be their mom. And this moment was something he needed to to bring me to so that I could become the person he designed me to be. So I just stood back up. I thank God for his presence, you know, by faith. I opened up that bathroom door. And I decided to face my day again, you know, hit that reset button and believe that God really was with me, that I wasn't as alone as I felt. You know, speaking the truth out loud really is powerful. It doesn't always happen like in the moment, right? Like we like speak the truth and you're like, yeah, that's true. But sometimes it does. You know, sometimes it takes months of saying the truth out loud. And I've got stories about that too, but sometimes God does bring that sense of, Oh, that's true. I'm starting to really get it right away. It helps us just put things in perspective and it quiets that lying critic from within. You know, how I spoke to myself was pretty gross. But speaking the truth, you know, it recentered my words on what God says instead of what I was thinking. And that's what I needed. I needed the truth of his voice to overcome the lies in my mind. Thanks for listening today. You know, we all talk to ourselves. We all have those kind of creepy lies that no one knows we believe. 
I just wonder, how do you talk to yourself? You know, what, what are three things you love about yourself? Can you tell yourself that, you know, honestly hit pause and tell yourself, what are the three things you love about yourself most? What are three things you like to stop telling yourself? And then what are some scriptures that you can replace those thoughts with? You know, God's word is really the only source of truth that we can a hundred percent rely on. But I often like, I'm surprised by myself. You know, I think, oh, I can communicate the gospel to my kids, but I can talk to myself pretty rotten. Isn't that backwards? You know, I need to receive the gospel every day to communicate it to my kids because the gospel is relevant to every day. So when I'm talking gross to myself on the inside of my mind, I need to receive that fresh truth from God's word. You know, his gospel has to become relevant again to my life so that I can see the sin of my own thoughts and my own feelings and submit those to him again. Remember that I'm, you know, changed. I'm a new creation in him and um, then repent and change my mind, you know, renew my mind. Like Romans 12 says, We are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That's God's will for us. You know, I'm paraphrasing Romans 12 too. So go look that up if if that speaks to you. Well, you know, go look it up anyway, because God's word's powerful. Maybe that's a verse that you need to memorize so you can value the idea of this whole truth thing. If you've had a rough one like I talked about, then just know that I pray for my listeners and um, you're on my heart. And um, I hope that you hit the subscribe button so you can be told when I make a new um, episode. I probably do it once or twice a month, so you're not going to hear from me too often. But hopefully um, it's a blessing whenever you come on. And you just have a wonderful week. Keep swimming upstream. Keep pushing against that current. See you later.